everybody. Here we go! Off to Neverland! Welcome to Detour to Neverland! Just a little bit of pixie dust. Where we interview Disneyers to discover unique ways to express your love for Disney. Think of the happiest thing. Now here's your host, Brendan Wright. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. With us today is someone who I have followed for such a long time, and whenever I think about this account, it's really about just spreading the magic, capturing all of the beauty of the parks. So I'm so excited to finally be able to chat with you. So Lewis, who is Disney Nuts on Instagram as well as many other platforms, has been gracious enough to join us today. So Lewis, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. And for someone who's not as familiar with you, if you can go ahead and introduce yourself, tell a little bit about what you like to share. Well, first of all, thanks. Thanks for having me here. Um, I really appreciate it. So like you said, my name is Disney Nuts Lewis, and I have an Instagram account where I post Disney photos uh, daily for almost five years now, uh, sometimes more than, more than once during the days. And I also have a YouTube channel, which I share photography tips, which is something that I get asked a lot of how do I take these photos. And I'm also on Facebook as well under the same name and Twitter and all the other uh, social media accounts. So um, that's basically a wrap up of where you can find me. Perfect. So I think that anybody who's familiar with you knows that you're not just out there posting your photos and putting your stories up of your visits to the parks, but you're also very accessible. You connect with so many different people of whether it be putting out photography tutorials or giving your insights from photography in the parks. And I even know back in episode 18 that Doug Does Disney mentioned that you were someone that he connected with. You were able to give him a helping hand and kick off his photography in the parks as well. So is that something that you've always been interested in is kind of helping guide people and, and helping out whenever you can? Yeah, yeah. And, and the reason for that is that when I started also, there was always somebody there to help me when I started. So, And I think that's probably one of the most rewarding things. You can actually share what you've learned and and it's uh, and again, you make I, I make great friendships with these people. You know, uh, Doug's an awesome person, and uh, we've hanged out a bunch of times. So, uh, and he shoots Canon as well. So that's a big plus in my book. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's um, I guess that's one of the most rewarding parts where you actually hang out with these people, and you know, we're total strangers, but we share the same passion for photography and Disney photography. So I, I love it. I love it. It's so great that you do that, and I know that so many people appreciate that. So I want to turn it back a little bit. And talk about where did your love for Disney and the Disney parks begin and how has that evolved over time? Yeah, well, um, I've been living in Florida since 2005. Before that, um, I actually used to be, uh, I guess we used to come every couple of years. We used to save up and do the, you know, to do the whole family trip and stuff like that, which was always awesome. And we always said that if anything happened were in the place where I was actually working at that moment, uh, anything happened that we would move to Florida. And well, that did happen. Unfortunately, the company that I worked for did close its office. So we packed up uh, everything when we actually moved here. And it was funny because actually my wife actually found the job first working for Disney. And then I shortly uh, got a job like three months later, not working for Disney, but pretty close. And what happened was that um, uh, eventually she you know, was, was working with Disney eight to five, Monday through Friday. And I found myself uh, most of the time at home. And so I, she says, well, we need to get you a hobby. You know, we need to get you out of the house more often. And I did visit the parks a lot, but I wasn't really too much into photography. Sure, I did it with, uh, with you know, camera phones and stuff like that. And 
and point and shoots like that. But it wasn't until probably like five years ago where I really got into it um, because I saw other people's photos and I said, wow, that looks really cool. I wish I'd try something like that. And little by little, um, I guess over time, uh, shooting and practicing and stuff like that, it, it became, it became, you know, a, a, a love for the photography and trying to get that, you know, different angles and stuff like that and try to, 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 to share, you know, the, um, the magic that Disney was for me for, for other people through the images. When the opportunity presented itself and you had the chance to move, did Disney play a large role in your decision-making of, of that's where you wanted to relocate to? Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. And, um, cause like I said, we, we always traveled here every couple of years. We, we always loved it. Uh, you know, coming over here, taking, you know, a couple of days off of, uh, you know, uh, when we could with everybody would you know, head over here. It was always awesome. The memories, you know, uh, like uh, watching wishes at the end of the day was always a big plus for us. It was like the, you know, wishes was like the, the end of an awesome day a Disney day and the same thing with illuminations. And, you know, it's just, uh, a ton of good memories that we had, you know, the kids growing up here and and seeing, you know, the smiles through them. And it just reminded of us when we used to come when we were smaller and, uh, you know, when we used to come with our parents. So um, we were hooked, you know, since we were really small, like everybody else, I guess. That's great. So what has that transition been like where you used to have to travel to Florida to visit the parks? We're now being a local where you can visit it and it's kind of in your backyard and you can go much more often and be able to visit the parks in a different way. Yeah, well, it's funny because that's a question I get asked a lot because I actually visit the parks probably once a week. And uh, people ask me, well, how do you go so often? Well, in, in my case, it's actually a little different because what I do is that I actually go in the afternoons when I get out of work. I, I do have a regular job eight to five, um, which is why many of my shots are night shots because I end up you know late in the parks. But what I like to do is I probably take a couple of hours instead of doing the whole day thing, rope drop to to the nighttime, I'll probably take three, four hours and I'll go in with a goal. I say, okay, I want to go to uh, uh, Magic Kingdom and I want to shoot this, 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 and that's it. And then that way I keep everything fresh and and, and motivated for the next visit. So it's, it's a little different, at least for me when I'm here, as to when traveling, because like I said, I, I go for a couple of hours and and I usually have a plan and, and sometimes not having a plan works also. It seems like Instagram is kind of your home and, and that's where you're able to share so many of those beautiful and stunning photos of the parks. Um, but I know recently, and you shared some of this on your blog as well, is that you jumped over to YouTube and able to share a little bit different content over there. So what was it that intrigued you about YouTube and made you want to start putting content out over there? Okay, well, um, the YouTube channel actually came up because I was getting asked all the time as to how I did certain shots and, and settings and, and, you know, what software was I using to edit and all that other stuff. And I said, you know what, why don't I try, let me try doing a video or two of, of what I did. Now, I didn't want to go down the route of, of, um, of many of the other bloggers where they, you know, they get on the rides and stuff like that, because I think there's a bunch of great bloggers out there that do stuff like that. And I didn't want to try to jump into that. And... Um, so I just wanted to try to do something that's to explain a simple photo, like how I shot this. And one of the first videos was actually something like that. It was like how I shot this and I showed the photo and I'd go to the uh, location. In this case, I'll head over to, let's say, Animal Kingdom and, and I walk around, show the camera settings, what I used and stuff like that. And that actually became pretty, pretty fun to do because it's um, um, the videos. I rarely am sitting in front of the computer at home. I'm actually on site, which is I find really fun to do when it's something different also. So um, 
uh, and I love doing sharing the information, to be honest with you. And, and I run into people all the time where I say, your videos helped me out a lot. This is great. Thanks a lot. You know, and I and I get messages all the time for that. So just when you get that one message where you where they telling that you help somebody, it, it keeps me motivated, it keeps me going. I think that's great. And it's something that we've talked about a little bit on our show in that the only sustainable model of content creation is when you're creating content that you're genuinely interested in and that you enjoy creating. And I think that the way that you've set everything up uh, for yourself on Disney Nuts is really a testament to that where you really enjoy photography, you really enjoy uh, knowledge sharing and being able to connect with people. And I think that really shows through that people can tell that you're genuine about it. And I think that's really great. And, and of course, now five years later, you're still going strong and you're and you're still loving it. So I think that's absolutely wonderful um, that you've been able to stick with that same model and not trying to copy anybody, just doing the things that you enjoy. Yeah. And yeah. And and, and another thing on the videos, I always tell everybody, um, find what you like to do, because, for example, what I'm showing, I always say that, uh, you know, Put your personal touch to it, you know, use the stuff that I'm putting in the videos out to um, more as a template and then add your final touches to it. And there's always a bunch of ways that you can edit stuff and like that. And um, and it's nice to see, actually, which is really cool to see people when they put their photos out there after saying, hey, I, I saw this video and I and here's this photo. And you can see how they altered certain things, which is great because you can see that that's their personal touch at the end. And that's that's what I want to try to for people to do. So I'm sure you've been told this many times, and, and I want to ask it on behalf of any of our listeners who feel this way, but I think it can be a little bit daunting to jump into the world of Disney photography um, because the parks are so beautiful, so everybody really wants to do their best to be able to capture everything that they can into a picture and put it out there and, and be able to share some of that magic um, with their followers. So. If the, is there any tips that you can share with anybody who is trying to make that leap and, and advance their photography skills? Maybe they just have a camera phone or maybe they do have a DSLR, but they're just not to the level that they want to be. Okay. Well, first of all, I recommend start with day shots. Don't try to jump into the night shots too fast because, uh, you know, that's, it's, it gets a little complicated when you start doing night shots. Start with the day shots. And if you got a camera um, like a DSLR or even an entry one, it's okay to start in automatic mode. You know, don't try to jump into manual mode and change stuff right away. It's okay. Um, and my, I guess the one thing that I tell everybody, get out there and shoot, shoot, shoot. And that way you, you, you know, you get a feel for the camera. You get a, a feel for the settings and what it can do, what it cannot do. Um, try different angles. Um, you know, even if it sounds, uh, you know, pretty funny to try something different, go ahead and, you know, put the camera in it sideways, put it, in a, in a certain way that it's not usually head on, you know, try shooting from the, from uh, if you're going to shoot the parade, try shooting from a different place than we usually do. Um, and, and then again, just experiment with different things, you know? Uh, but again, the, I guess the first tip I tell everybody, don't get frustrated. If the photos look weird at the beginning, it did happen to me, to be honest with you. I'll never forget shooting a couple of times, the castle show and everything came out white or, or blurry and, and it's just uh, it's just something that you say, OK, well, this didn't work. Let me go back and try again. You know, and uh, and if you're a person who travels to Disney, well, you can try practice at home, you know, try shooting other stuff around your house. So that way, when you get to Disney, you know which are the perfect settings for or, um, you know, for what type of stuff you're trying to shoot. So um, but have fun with it. I guess that's the thing. You know, it's digital, so you're not wasting film. So take advantage of that and um, just experiment and, and have fun with it. You know, again. 
Um, you're doing this for yourself. You're not doing it for anybody else. That's another thing that I always tell everybody. This is for yourself. So if you like how the end result looks, that's what's important. That's great. And I think that'll help a lot of people in it and truthfully me as well. So I appreciate that. So now that you've been shooting the parks for five years, kind of what is a pulse check on, are there certain things that you gravitate towards? Are there certain things that are eluding you that you're still looking in the, and it's been a challenge for you to get the perfect shot of what you're looking for? Kind of what are you looking for now when you're going in to take new shots of the parks? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, stuff with neon is always hard to shoot. And that's something that I've been trying a lot to, to shoot. Like, for example, um, let's say the streets of Hollywood Studios where you got the neons of the buildings. That's always hard um, to shoot, even though um, I've tried it many times. But it's something that I always try to go back and, and improve because you got different things at different brightness levels and stuff like that. So that's always something that I always try to go back to. Um, as for favorite shots, I guess the favorite shots would be um, the empty Main Street shots, those are always really fun to do. Um, the castle shots, obviously, those are, are another one of my, my top favorites. I, I can shoot that from many angles, and it'll never get old. And um, Epcot is another great one that I like to do a lot, which always uh, the, the world showcases. You know, the, the, the pavilions are always awesome during the nighttime to shoot. So that's another one that I love doing a lot. Good deal. Well, I think we covered some really great topics, and so I thank you for sharing um, some of your insight into kind of where you're at with your photography and with Disney Nuts right now. So I think the next thing that we'll jump into is our lightning round. Um, so I'll just throw out some Disney topics. And if you just kind of share the first thing that comes to your mind and we'll let our listeners get to know your Disney fandom a little bit better. Okay. Good deal. So the first one's an easy one. Just name the Disney parks that you have visited. Uh, Disney World and Disneyland. And which one of those is your favorite and why? I would say Walt Disney World because it's in my backyard and I, I, it's just, it's where I grew up with and it's just amazing. Good deal. And what would be a Disney bucket list trip for you? I would love to visit uh, Hong Kong and Shanghai. What those two? <laughs> Since you're a local, may not apply as much, but your favorite Disney resort? I would say Art, um, art of Animation, actually. Actually, stay. We stayed there once, and it, we we had a blast. It, it's it's so so convenient. It's awesome. Yeah, and I know that you actually have a sub, a couple of pictures on your feed that I enjoy um, from the Art of Animation Resort. Uh, I know there's one of Lightning McQueen. So is that you enjoy going over there shoot those bigger than life characters that they have? Oh yeah, yeah. Awesome. So next would be your favorite ride or attraction. I would say Splash Mountain, and the reason because it has a little bit of everything. Roller coaster, drops, water. Great choice. Next one would be your favorite snack or a go-to snack? Uh, the Mickey Premium Bar. Another great choice. Next one would be your favorite Disney restaurant. Uh, Via Napoli at Italy. Ooh, that's a new one. Is there a favorite dish that you get there normally? Yeah, um, actually favorite drink. It's funny because we love the sangria there and it's just, that's it's the highlight <laughs> for us. But uh, yeah, the regular pizza, uh, we usually put in the, the traditional stuff, you know, tomatoes and and uh, pepperoni and stuff like that. But yeah, it's 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 amazing. I love that spot. I'll have to try that next time. Um, so next would be outside of the parks, your favorite Disney movie. Snow White, actually. Ooh, I like that. Are you sticking with the classics there? Yeah, the classic movies. Um, I, I guess that gives away a little bit of my age. But yeah, the classic movies is what what, what I love. Good deal. Next would be your favorite Disney song. 
Feed the Birds and Mary Poppins. That's an amazing song. Since it came up, we've been talking to some of our other guests about it as well. What are your feelings about the new Mary Poppins? Are you excited for it? Apprehensive? Kind of what are your emotions around the new version coming out in the holidays? Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. I, I, I can't wait, to be honest with you. It's, it's so cool. And, and I like that the, the, the animation stuff that comes out, you know, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Can't wait. Same here. I think it's going to be great. So next question would be your favorite Disney quote, either from Walt himself or from any of the movies. I, I, <laughs> I know there's one I'm probably going to say it's probably wrong. It's one that says that we got to start, we got to start doing, you know, um, instead of stop talking and start doing. So that's the one that I think is the, is the one that I, I like the most. Uh, the, the way to get started is to quit talking and start doing. Oh yeah. 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 I love that one too. So last question of the lightning round would be your favorite Disney memory. And yes. Oh, Disney memory. I think, watching wishes for the first time with the family i think that was probably one of the one of the coolest things we we just had an amazing day at magic kingdom and we lined up in the middle of main street to see wishes and it's just that's just you know that's right there when you look around you look at the family see everybody happy that's it, it, there's just no no price for that that's great and i think so many people can relate with that remembering those moments where the whole family or you're with your friends where all of those priceless memories are being created and, and you're all kind of enjoying it, enjoying the moment. So that's great. So our last question is something that we ask all of our guests and it's if there's a listener out there and maybe they have this love or this passion for Disney and they're looking for the right way to express it. Maybe they want to start Disney photography, start a podcast, start an apparel company, whatever it might be. Do you have any piece of parting guidance or advice to that person? Okay. So the first thing I would say is, do it for yourself on and you know find what you like and it's and and may take a while to find it Uh, for example in my case when it comes down to the photography in the first couple of months and and probably even the first year i'll be honest with you you know the types of different edits that i did and stuff like that um i tried different things different filters until i found the stuff that i actually liked you know that i liked so for for that i'd like to say that you know, find what you like to do. And even if it's just going to a specific park or specific ride, um, you know, find what you like to do, not what other people are doing. Or if you see somebody who has a bunch of followers and, okay, let me try that. Well, that just doesn't work because what's going to happen is that you're going to probably, you know, you're going to probably get burned out and, and you won't, you'll get tired after a while trying to imitate other people. So do what you like, even though, um, you think other people may not like it because at the end, you got to do it for yourself. At the end, it has to be for yourself. You have to enjoy what you're doing because that's what's going to keep you going. So, you know, if if you like to take day shots only, if you like to take parade shots only, and then that's great. Do that. If you like to do character shots, do character shots only. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't need to do, um, if you don't like doing the night shots or the castle shots or, well, everybody likes castle shots. Let me scratch that. But if you don't like doing, um, let's say, um resorts shot but then don't do the resorts do the character shots you know um so just find what you like and it's not going to come right away but it will it will click one day you'll wake up and say you know what this is cool i want to go down this route so just keep keep searching and experimenting and it'll, it'll come up to you that's great and i think that's absolutely wonderful wonderful advice and i thank you so much for sharing that and i think it gives you an insight into the key for how you've been able to sustain this for so long and you still find joy and you still um, are interested in trying to to capture new shots. It it actually sparked a question for me. 
when you first started five years ago and you were just looking for a new hobby to pick up, you know, do you think you would have been surprised uh, with where you're at today um, with the amount of relationships that you've been able to form and the number of followers that you've received? Did you ever think that you would reach this point? No, no. To be honest, I, every day I, I I pinch myself because it's 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 really it's mind blowing to be honest with you. And I guess the most mind blowing part is what happens behind the scenes. I'll get daily messages of people saying thank you. You know, I'm up here. I got Disney withdrawals. Thank you for posting this. Oh, I, I like seeing your stories because it you know it's like if I'm there. Thank you very much. Or and um, there's actually a couple people. There's actually one person that stopped me in the line of a. Uh, of um slinky dog dash and told me that she she had gone through an operation a, a brain tumor operation and she says that her that the stories got her through all those hard times and that uh and that she and that she <laughs> i'm tearing up because it's 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 you know i i didn't know what to say when she was telling me this um that it um that it got her through through those hard moments you know and that she wanted to know that that it does help you know that people out there do appreciate it so i would have never thought that it would have got the impact that it has and that it's, it helps people, you know, and, and, and again, that's what keeps me going. Like when you get a message from somebody in Costa Rica or Japan or something like that saying, Hey, I love your photos. Thanks for sharing them. Reminds me uh, when I went, I can't wait to go back again. You know, you know, how can you stop? <laughs> you know, it's, it's awesome. That's great. And I think that's just a testament uh, to what many of us already know. And that is that the magic in the parks or something that's, absolutely real and Disney withdrawals or something that we all experience as well. And, and simply by looking at photos or taking in that Disney content is a way to get that spark of magic in your everyday life when you're not able to be in the parks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's, 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 and, and the friends that I've made as well, you know, like, well, like I said, like even Doug, it's, you know, the great friendships, you know, great people. Awesome. That's all great stuff. So Lewis, I thank you so much for coming on with us today, sharing some of your story, sharing some of your insights um, in, in your journey to get to this point. Um, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners before we head off? Um, no, just just thanks for, for listening and, and offering me this opportunity to, to talk with you. I, I really appreciate it, you know, that um, that you want to hear my side of the story, which is, which is awesome. So I just want to say thank you. Oh, no, the pleasure's all mine. I, I've really enjoyed chatting with you today. It's been a blast. So to our listeners, if you haven't already, make sure you go connect with Lewis. Find him at Disney Nuts on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. Get to any of those, and you can find the links to all the rest of the social media. So, Lewis, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us today. Okay, man. Thanks a lot. Hey, everyone. One last thing I wanted to mention before we end this amazing episode with Lewis is that we're two months into this thing now. Um, so I appreciate anybody who's jumped on at any point in that two-month span of being able to listen to any of our episodes. I've had the most amazing time in my life being able to put these together, being able to connect with different people in the Disney community. It's really meant the world to me. And that's what I crave more of. I want to connect with you guys outside of the podcast. Hit me up on Instagram at DetourToNeverland underscore podcast. Hit me up via email at DetourToNeverlandPod at gmail.com or go to our website at DetourToNeverland.com. Tell me what you like about the show. Tell me what you don't like or what could be improved. Tell me if there's a guest that you really want to hear from. Or simply just chat Disney with me. Ask me what I'm thinking about during that day in the Disney news. That's what I love so much of and I'd love to connect with anybody who wants to chat. So, 
Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you subscribe to hear future episodes. We have some more amazing guests coming down the pipeline, as well as catch up on our any of our old episodes, because those are some amazing guests as well. So, with that, we will be back tomorrow with our very first Disneyland trip report, where we will be focusing on Mickey's Halloween party. So, so excited to share that with you guys, and have a great day. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Visit our website at DetourToNeverland.com to catch up on the blog. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at DetourToNeverland underscore podcast. Have a great day.